0: Welcome to Thrones and Scones! It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk about Game of Thrones over breakfast. Not always on a Friday, but you know what? When we can find one, I appreciated it. And here we are to end out Season 5 with uh, Episode 10, Mother's Mercy... Which, uh, I mean, you guys, you guys ever beg for Mother's Mercy back in the day? You're like, oh, please, Mother, have mercy on me. Just make me walk naked through the streets. Don't ground me.
1: Throw you some guys, stool uh, on me. Do you
0: guys have that? Yeah. Do you remember that? Those were the days, right?
1: Those were the days. Oh.
0: Well, uh, it's a busy episode, a busy, busy finale. Would you guys like a little plot action? Please. Re- to recap? Um, I can, I can do that for you. It's another short one today. Very short sentences and not too terribly many of them. But uh, if you have somebody who you would like a short and sweet impression of, I can give it my worst attempt. Uh, Pee-wee Herman, did we do that oh, one yet? Oh, God. We have not.
1: You can pull I it. never
0: watched Pee-wee's Playhouse. Is that what it's called? Pee-wee's Perv House? Pee-wee's... i P- <laughs> I'm not sure. I think
1: it was fondly known as Pee-wee's Perv House.
0: Pee-wee's Perv House. Uh, but I know the... Uh, right that's peewee right yeah all right so uh the word of the day i'll just let you know ahead of the time is forgiveness
1: <clears throat> stannis marches <laughs> denny's surrounded
0: <laughs> by strangers and cersei seeks <laughs> forgiveness <ha! laughs>
1: john is challenged there's a wants. little bit of yoda in there
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> oh <clears> oh <throat> Recap? Yeah, I don't. That's the thing. Once you really fight, figure it out, and you're you're getting to the deep nitty gritty right now. I have four impressions, <laughs> and then they just kind of all branch off into what pretends to be other things. Uh, yeah, that's good. funny. That's well, a good. One. We actually have to. We haven't done Yoda yet. Oh well. No, it's true. It's true. Yoda res- respect. Respect. Uh, Yoda. Not in this episode. I kind of thought he'd make an appearance. I don't actually think we've gotten a single Star Wars crossover, which uh surprising. Disappointing, me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know.
0: I actually had the discussion uh, the other day with some friends. Like, what if the big twist in the final season is that <laughs> Westeros gets invaded by aliens? <laughs> and it's like the first real sci-fi <laughs> fantasy clash of uh, of epic proportions like that. If you want to hear more about that, you can go check out Damage Control Podcasting, episode fifty six Uh and we discussed that at length. Do you guys like when I just use our screen time to plug other people's screens? I love it. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Episode uh, fifty six, yeah. so they they've only been around a couple months then? <laughs> we also discussed that about how we're we're about ready to eclipse them, or we have almost at this point, and uh, they've been doing this for like two years. <laughs> We've been doing this for two months Fools, we crushed oh, you <laughs> doesn't it in in retrospect, it was a really healthy decision to do a daily podcast, was it not? No. I can see why there's not that many daily podcasts <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we understand I mean it's really given us insight into how. The world works into how serial killers are created, uh, <laughs> into how the deepest despairs can seep into every Psychotic. aspect of your daily
1: activity. Psychotic outbreak. Yeah. You know all those Exactly.
0: Thing. So it's been a good scientific discovery, for me, at least. Uh,
1: PTSD is for real. For
0: real, indeed. For is. real. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Post-thrown
1: stress disorder. <laughs>
0: Post-throwns. <laughs> Uh, mother's uh mother's mercy have mercy mother what did you guys think about this episode um as i said yesterday and i'll go ahead and reiterate this bodacious claim braggadocious that's the word (laughs) it's it's very sexy claim uh that this is the this is the best season finale i think we've got so far yeah i agree anyone want to anyone want to toe-to-toe with me contest that no i i think uh i think that's astute
1: do you, mm-hmm. So you think... so? My
0: grandma's name was astute.
1: We <laughs> often talk that 9 and 10, <laughs> 9 and 10 in the in the episode, or in the seasons, mm-hmm. almost feel like a a total season episode, right? Like 9 and 10 yeah. are together the, the end. Um, would you argue that 9 and 10 of this season is better than the prior? Uh,
0: let me go see what was 9 and 10 of season 4. Watchers on the Wall and the Children. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh watchers on the wall was a pretty great episode.
1: pretty great episode i know so then like and i always feel like nine is kind of like is like the bomb that explodes and then ten is the aftermath and i feel like mm. this time it was more like there was two bombs if you will
0: yeah sure uh i'll go ahead and agree with and it, even in this season episode eight i mean hard home was a big episode yeah, too yeah uh, i would say maybe even bigger than episode yes. nine which i mean did have the the, the games and the whole Stannis thing, but yeah. also kind of slow. And kind, kind of slowed of down in. a little bit. Yeah, It did slow down a little
1: bit. Yeah, the yeah. last... The, I'd say the end of this season has been really rewarding because, let's be honest, six, maybe even seven and down, not the good times.
0: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> not the good times
1: at Not all. the good times. And even in this finale, I mean, like, there are some parts where I was just like, oh, thank God we're moving past this part now. Um... You know, I, I mean, some good things. I, I think we should go ahead and start there. Uh, you know, finally, I enjoyed Arya's story a little bit. Like, I was really mm. bored with the whole uh, House of Black and White. And it's funny because Jacken is such a badass. And we enjoyed them and their character development uh, back when Arya was at... Oh, I can never think of the name of that castle. Harrenhal. Harrenhal, yeah. Um, and then... So that was really good. I like uh, the the story with, with Danny where it's, where it's going. We saw her ride on that super CG dragon. Awesome. And that, that was uh, yeah, that was last episode. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I am saying we saw, saw that and then I like that, you know, in this episode she meets the, the Darth Rakky Blood Riders again, which she looks thrilled. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, very different uh, Blood Riders at this point, you know. D- different Kalasar not not a great reunion for her. <laughs> yeah, potentially, exactly. And she she gets a little scared by so that. Do uh,
1: you think she took the ring off because she was trying to like, hey, find me, or because by her being wed that they would murder and rape her? Like, I was confused by that.
0: I don't think that was a wedding ring. Uh, yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a hey, find me.
1: Okay, all right. I thing. wondered about and, that. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean certainly it's tall grass and she just drops a ring in the middle of the field. Yeah, There's no, there way, is that no works. way anyone's finding
1: that. Uh, yeah. So I guess we'll see. Well, you know we all <laughs> we have all those great detectives in the Stark family, so we'll Indeed. be fine. Indeed.
0: So if they can find a Stark in Essos, they'll be golden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drogon uh, in this episode we see him, you know, tired, exhausted. He looks beat up. He's got some arrow holes through his wings and everything, some spear wounds. Um, and then also very cat like behavior yeah. from Drogon. Which I kinda I, I kinda loved him like, you know, moving and squirming to get Danny off and then him just like curling up and
1: <laughs> like away woman. Yeah. Away.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I respect Drogon a little bit more now that uh, now that he's got that, that catness to him. Drogon or Sir Pounds who you think would win in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> Sir Pounce put, bitches. Who are you betting on yeah, I'm just gonna say we know what Drogon can do. We have no idea what's around. No, yeah, we, we haven't seen
1: it. He's the Dark Horse. So, yeah,
0: yeah. He can he can cut sexual tension. That is so far the only skill that we've seen from him. But he could be holding so much more. We don't know. <laughs> oh, the uh, yeah. To the Arya thing real quick. I do like it. She uh, she kills Meryn Trant. Uh, must have a very very specifically small knife because she stabs him an awful lot and an awful lot of very dangerous places. And that dude, that dude is up for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And she blows pretty, both orbits. Pretty, pretty brutal death. Yeah. Uh it was brutal. She is very much not no one and she is punished for that. This is where we really get to, you know, you kind of go to the House of Black and White and you're like, ooh, this is so mystical. This is so crazy. And then you start to see things and you're like, oh no, I see. I just... I understand it's parlor tricks, but now you're like, okay, there's something more to it. There's, there's definitely some mysticism going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I redact my previous statements about talking about how maybe there's only five faceless men. There has to be a, a bunch because you can't just kill off your own people like that to prove a point unless you have a lot of people, you, know? you or unless so. I guess, you know. They're not actually dead.
1: Do you believe after everything that Arya... And this is the question I was going After everything Arya goes through to get accepted, to mm-hmm. finally get to see the faces, to do all that training, that she would just let that all slip away for this vengeance?
0: I do. I think that Arya never wanted to be a faceless man from, like, the perspective of uh, ideology. She just wanted... You know, she knew Jackin, he helped her, she knew what he was capable of, she wanted that, she wanted the tool set, and then she was kind of, you know, I don't even think she knew, hey, if I give you this coin, you'll take me to this place so I can become a thing. She just knew, you know, if you ever need me give this to any man from Bravo. So I don't even know if she knew that that's what would happen and that's what she was agreeing to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she obviously gets there. She hides Needle away because she's not ready to give up Arya Stark. She's, you know, she's not she's not here for the realm. She is a a, a selfish character, not in a negative way, but she's got her own ambitions. And yeah. I, uh, again, I think you could have just killed the guy you were supposed to kill and also achieved taking out Meryn Trant, but I'll let it, I'll let it pass. Interesting. What uh, yeah, opening up in the episode again. It was hard to talk yesterday. Stannis burning his daughter, and uh, I don't yeah, know if you guys. I'm, I'm I I came up with this phrase last night when I was watching this. I think it's a really cool phrase. Uh, I'm 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 gonna start using it. Maybe it'll catch on. Karma's a bitch,
1: <laughs> 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 and
0: uh, and Melisandre she's a bitch too
1: so uh, karma's melisandre
0: yeah half of stannis's men leave with all of the horses <laughs> right the, the snows do melt but his wife also hangs herself and uh, and then stannis trods starts to set up a siege outside of winterfell little does he know here come the boltons and um you know he, he props to stannis i guess he goes out, and we don't get to see much of it, but he's on the front lines, and somehow he makes it into the woods yeah, at one point. That's, that's I was wondering about all that. Yeah. <laughs> but he survives, and he you know, he seems to be fighting okay. And uh, Brienne of Tarth. Do they just not have a last name? Did, is Tarth special? He just, Brienne, maybe of Tarth is her last name. I don't know. Um, she gets her revenge, gets to kill Stannis, Which was my least favorite moment of the show, not because I didn't feel I thought it was very deserved. I thought it rounded out Brienne's arc nicely, but the fact that it was an off-screen kill seemed weird. Brienne seems weird. Like
1: yeah, like he deserves it. It It doesn't. He doesn't deserve that.
0: Yeah, exactly. He doesn't. You think you just you'd kill him on screen and be done with it, or you do this, but then in the next episode you like open to him dying, or you open to her saying that he's dead or something, this, that, and the other thing. It's not addressed for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it left this whole, like, conspiracy that, like, Stannis wasn't actually dead. But he is. He dead. Yeah, yeah, I don't get why they had to... why they chose to do an off-screen for that. Especially, like, like we talked about this before with other off-screen deaths and stuff, and it's, like, the, the show's generally pretty brutal, so it's not like they're trying to change, you know, trying to avoid having to make one episode a certain rating or not. I mean... They're absolutely right. capable of showing it. I don't. Maybe it's just that uh, that that practical effects money they don't want to waste. Well, I mean, they get maybe they use too much of it in this episode already. We had Drogon in there. We have Zombie Mountain. I'm, I'm imagining there's some absolute CG that went on mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. There's the CG budget of putting Lena Headey's head on a different naked person.
1: Yeah, uh, that's where their
0: money went. Yeah, and then also uh, what I thought was actually a very cool death, and I've never noticed this before. I mean, the situation is whatever. I don't care for her character, so it doesn't matter about the death. I like that she's dead, but it's pretty graphic um, in in a way. Miranda's death, where oh, she just yeah. falls from the ramparts, and the camera just watches her. Doesn't nothing dramatic? Just very much very realistically just watches her as she like falls all the way down, and Hits. her head whops against yeah. the rocks.
1: Like, yeah, that was. Whew no. yeah, that was dork. Dork. <laughs> so that that was part of my whole worst part. I mean I liked her dying, okay. but, but Theon and Sansa are Sansa, which we need to make up our, our decision. <laughs> um never. <laughs> but we can't. Uh I don't I don't know. Theon just annoys me now. Like at this mm. point he just is really like Dude, you're so flip flop. We have no idea where what you're gonna do do you now decide to be here rescue? Because by killing Miranda or Miranda, I like to throw that in. Miranda. It's Miranda. Uh, you know, by doing that, what do you what is what's the end goal, right? Like she wasn't yeah. going to kill Sansa.
0: Well, I don't know what she was going to do. I did, I did wonder. Do you think that they were actually pointing a cocked bow at <laughs> Sophie Turner because it looked like they were? Wouldn't, if you were Miranda's actress? Like, wouldn't you be
1: terrified of that? You yeah, have keeping tension. That would suck.
0: Yeah, it's snowing. It's cold. <laughs> like your fingers go a little numb. And you just let go and kill her. My, there, ba- my must, bad. There's no way that they. I had. I, I didn't even think about that when I was watching it, but that it did look like that when they panned back a bit to show the characters. But I, there's no way, right? They couldn't have done that. They must it have must done be, some yeah. sort of, you know, yeah. some effect or to not. A blunted arrow and really low tension. So that (laughs) (laughs) just, but I mean, it they, whatever they did, it made it look pretty good, I suppose. Yeah,
1: it's all foam, Um, it's all foam. Yeah,
0: it's all foam, but yeah. So Miranda's dead. We get a few deaths, Danis gone. Um, we had, uh, I think there's another big death, but I can't really remember. So I'm sure we'll come to that. But then, uh, Princess Mercella also Mm -hmm. kicks the bucket. Well, first, stunning revelation, Mercella is a smart little lady, and she knows all about her real daddy. Her, her uncle daddy. Her uncle daddy. <laughs> Ooh, uncle daddy. That's the new kink. <laughs> and uh, Jamie's like, yeah. me too. And she's into it. Yeah. you know, oh, <laughs> Jamie cool. had to probably think, like, all right, going into the fact that he's going to have this conversation, he's like, okay, well, best case scenario, she just goes, yeah, I know, I'm cool with it. And then we hug. Probably not going to happen, but like, okay. Worst case scenario, I don't know. I guess he fucking dies. (laughs) 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 Both of those things happen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Rough up and down.
0: (laughs) But I was wrong. I thought that... uh, Because we were talking about the poison a while ago, and I said, oh, well, they get a ways out. No, it shows the ship still very, very close to Dorne. So... They don't turn back. I mean, I guess if you're Jamie, you're like, well, these people just, you don't know who's involved, so don't go back, or you're going to get killed, maybe. But, oh. Uh, See, I think he would turn
1: around. I kind of think so, too. And be like, dude, you you just murdered, like, the girl who you said I could take back. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Right.
0: And then Tristane is coming with them, but he's not on that boat. I know. What the fuck? I'm very confused. You know, he's a prince. Maybe he has his own prince boat. I suppose the boat formerly known as Prince.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Can't ex- can't explain it. Yeah, he gets um, wrecked. Hmm. Uh, Varys is back. Okay. Uh- <laughs>
1: I forgot that he was back in this episode.
0: Varys is back. He's in Mirin. Tyrion and him have a little rekindling, and uh, we don't we don't get much with it. But it's nice to see him again. Oh yeah. And then. Uh, Moving down to my favorite part of the episode in King's Landing. Cersei makes her walk of uh, atonement, which I understand that it's, I'm not going to fault the actress for like not actually doing the scene in its entirety. Um, this, it's, it's a very powerful scene. Uh, I get, uh, I think the emotion in this is great. I really get the sense that like naked or not, I kind of feel terrified in this moment like just imagining putting myself in the the perspective that they do with the the castle like the length of the walk ahead of her once the crowd starts getting super intense and uh super aggressive it you know it starts to close in the camera starts to kind of pan down and it feels very claustrophobic uh really just a crazy great like and it's long it's like i don't i didn't clock it but five minutes yeah it's a long scene and I, I thought it was done superbly. Yeah, it was shot really well. Get some jugglies in there, too. We do. We get a, a whole heck of a lot of Cersei. And what I wrote down as parade disruptors. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I think you could probably come up with a better name for them. Uh, a couple penises. My favorite one, I think, is the man who walks in and goes, Oh, Melanister, suck me off. <laughs> <laughs> And then we get another guy who didn't have something clever to say, but also thought that he would just kind of stand in front and whip his wang out. Uh, A couple of these people get some pretty heavy, like, bludgeons going on. Yeah. One chick, Uh, like, right, I was, because the faith militant type people that are walking with Cersei, at first, you know, are kind of just... And it, and it escalates quickly, too, because at first they're just kind of <laughs> pushing them aside and the crowd's just going nuts and all that stuff. And they're just kind of containing them. And then all of a sudden, this one chick comes off and the dude just friggin' slams her in the face <laughs> with, that, with that stick or whatever. And it, it's like, whoa. Escalated very quickly. It's fucking brutal. That chick probably died. <laughs> <laughs> then they ripped some guy's arm off. Oh, wait, no. That's a, that's a different... We get the... I, I, I like... It's just maybe a great episode for quotes, because then we also get the woman who very classily announces, i have had half as many cocks as a queen. <laughs> oh, which was nice. Uh, she does make it bloody and, and, and battered and... Weeping at the end. Uh, Again, super emotional. If you ever thought you'd feel bad for Cersei, I kind of had a little bit of that going on. We go back into the castle. (laughs) Kevan is there again. Um, And then Kybern kind of takes care of uh, the queen. And we get to see, I guess, depending on if you're a book or a show fan, Sir Robert Strong, (laughs) a.k.a. Zombie Mountain. Zombie Mountain. Bum, bum, bum who is terrifying looking, just big and engorged
1: and purple. And quiet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Yeah. Anything uh, from King's Landing from you guys? I bet, So this is where their money's at, right? Because that CG was pretty impressive. Very well done, yeah. Like, I did not know that that was CG until I learned later. And I don't... I did not resubstantiate that, but I am pretty sure it is not her. It is not. No, I looked it up. Okay, you looked not it her. up. Yep. Um, I think it is an actual person. It's not like they created a naked body. No, right, right. So they they it's it's another person who did it, but they just had to obviously uh, do a little face-off so swap. In those
1: scenes, do they just sure, make sure. them wear like a green like bust and mask kind of thing so they can do the face swap?
0: Probably. I don't like know way. how they would that do it. That way it.
1: they can just green, sca- green sure. screen and scale it? Maybe. It's
0: probably like a... Uh, I don't think it's, I bet it's not full body. I bet it's just the bits. Um, that would probably be easier to do. That way you don't have to try to recreate every chest. I actually have no idea about the process. So again, this is, this is us pulling things out of our ass to try and explain things that we're not qualified to talk about. <laughs> the tagline for Thrones and Scouts. So other question, just in general, before we get to the end of this episode here, are you going blind? is this just because she disobeyed the the faceless god or whatever it's that's kind of how they present it is that it's it's like a punishment type thing and it could be but we're gonna see in season six that it's continuing her training like so is this is this regular practice not really sure yeah i wasn't sure because it seemed kind of abrupt also the whole thing where she's like pulling the faces off the other guy and then sees herself mm-hmm. that was weird because like because the way we understand it now is that they have to have the face to use it right they can't just use any face they have these faces that they've killed which then they can utilize but i'm assuming guess, this was more of a yeah. vision thing like i don't get how they would have had Arya's face that's my theory especially with the going blind thing we know yeah. that there's some sort of poison or something in the mask or that they've slipped to her. I don't know. So that maybe this is more of like a fever dream type situation, but I don't know.
1: So I actually made a comment about that specific thing about the training because I would argue that Jekin or the uh, Faceless Men have always known that, you know, Arya is going to assassinate the other guy and that they're kind of watching her And like, this is that reason, right? They get, they, he knows the list, right? He's heard, he's heard her her list Mm -hmm. and he's maybe then aware that by bringing that person there will allow for that training to continue, to continue to break her, Um, which I think is a better story than her just going off, you know, and them being ignorant of it in that sense.
0: It would, make, it would make sense. I mean, the fact that she just happened to be in the place that Marin Trant arrived when he arrived mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that she knows he was there. Yeah. Um, it's obviously a visit that would be known. Uh, and I mean, they're... I'm sure grade A spies. So even if it wasn't a matter of royal record, which it is, mm-hmm. uh, that they probably could have figured that out. So I, I think that that's a very good point. And you're
1: probably right. Cause a bl- a blind punishment doesn't make sense. Death makes sense, right? Like you fucked up, you killed the wrong person. We can't have that. Like yeah. we have an agreement to only kill those who we are paid to kill. Um, and he makes that point of it, you know, uh, y- you know, a life is a life or, you know, you have three, cho- you know, with the, with the prior yeah. uh, gifts and those things. So, I don't know. I was thinking about that. I, I still like that idea. And this is, like I said, this is the final uh, uh, episode or, or in the season. And it was good to get back to enjoying that story a little bit.
0: Lots of, uh, yeah, busy, busy episode. Um, just before we get gone. There's also uh, Mutiny at Castle Black and John dies. But other than that, nothing really. Uh,
1: yeah. Did that nothing happen? Much, <laughs> nothing much
0: happens. Oh, shit, wait. There's a mutiny at Castle Black and John dies. (laughs) This is the one. This is the one time I think I appreciate the previously on because they do this all this stuff with Benjamin Stark and it's so obvious. You're like, oh, "Okay, I guess we're going to see Benjamin Stark in this episode." And then <laughs> when you go watch it the first time, they're like, "We found your uncle Benjamin." And I'm like, "Yeah, I fucking called that." And then you don't see him and they just kill John. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. Did you see it uh Hans the first time you watched it? Do you see that coming? No, not at all. I uh I think this this scene for me in this episode, this is my This is my favorite part and least favorite part, (laughs) because I remember the first time I watched it, I I, and again I I was uh, I wasn't I had no idea what the future held for this show or anything or or what the plan was and I and I was like what the fuck because he was like the (laughs) last one and I and they built the show so much that you believed that he was gonna stay dead or like potentially believed he was gonna stay dead because. You know they did this with Rob Stark. They, you know, they get you liking all these characters, and then they just kill them. And they hadn't for a while. I felt. Yeah. So I remember specifically being very pissed at this scene. And then it's the se- and it's the season finale too. <laughs> oh, what dirtbags! You have to wait a year. I remember all of the theories coming out of this. Uh, like I had a friend who was super, super, super into all the conspiracy theories about John, because this is where the book ends as well. Yeah. No one knew what was happening after yeah. this. Um, and so she had the thing where she's like, Do you, you see the blood stain? It, it looks like a dragon. I'm like, Okay. And she's like, And you see this one frame where his eyes go like purple? And in the books, the Targaryen's eyes are purple. I'm like okay, she's like, so he's gonna come back a Targaryen, and I'm like, okay, I understand the John Targaryen theory, and I understand what you're coming from, and maybe what they're trying to go for with the imagery, but Targaryens do not just get to rise from the dead. Like, that is not a family trait that they possess. Yeah, I think I think the biggest giveaway here was just melisandre being at castle black at that time would be i guess not giveaway but the biggest like fuel to the fire of the of the uh the fan theories there i will say that uh yes because it's and again going back and watching it the second time with that conversation ollie has with sam it is kind of telegraphed once you know what's happening you're like oh yeah you can you can piece together pretty easily i respect the fact that they do not do anything with john uh, as far as like trying to do, you know, trying to to work around his death in episode one, of <laughs> yeah. season six. Like, I like that. You know, th- they fortify, they deal with the fact that you know people loyal to him are going to have to figure out what the hell to do. But like, that's it. <laughs> well, so yeah, for for what seems like could be a very obvious plot hook, they they did their patient thing. They took their time. I respected it.
1: Surprised They don't set him on fire almost immediately. Because that's the thing they should be doing, yes. right? Like, everyone knows you burn the dead. Like, right. nothing has changed.
0: They're like, yeah. How 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 could this get us in trouble? Well, probably not unless we just left the body in the same place. Mm. But that's what I was thinking of doing. Yes. <laughs> I like, oh. uh, don't know. Anything else from uh, episode 10 here, y'all? No. I don't have anything. Well, then, I didn't even tease it out at the beginning of the episode because I was... I was just uh due, due to me we're recording a little late we're, we're we're rushing a bit and I apologize for that but Jeremy I got to know what that lemon scone do
1: Oh my god lemon scone as a fan of lemon pretty much anything this had no lemon p- pieces in it so none of the uh what is it known as like the peel but that's not called that Anyway the, the it pith. is the yeah it is delicious. It is buttery. It is a scone. Um, I think I'm
0: going to make a lemon scone at some point that's just like... Because I've seen like the ones that made are made from lemon zest. Yeah, I've zest. I've seen that's like, what I'm you talking know, about, ones yes. that are flavored with lemon juice, ones yeah. that are maybe both. I've never seen a scone that's been attempted to be flavored with exclusively lemon seeds. <laughs> and so I think I'm going to attempt that next. I'll so, let you guys know how it goes. Uh, but anyway, I got, I got no, some no, I lemon we, curd I we kind from of, Dorothy we Lane out. that ate it with yeah, we, it. It was... You okay. lemon curd? Hold on, that's a, dot com. You down with GOT? Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. You put lemon curd on a lemon scone?
1: Yeah. Okay, so it's it wasn't super like lemony. It just was like kind of like a mild. It, it, to be honest, it tasted like a regular scone to me. I I didn't get a lot of lemon flavor. So I got this lemon curd at Dorothy Lane a while ago. It was it's really really good. Um, it's really tart. Holy mm-hmm. shit elevated that scone to like one of the hmm. best things I've ever had.
0: I like, I respect the lemon curd in that it's a very powerful thing. You know, A little goes a long way. Right. I just don't think I'd think of, I usually use that as a counterbalance to stuff. Now, I wouldn't think of putting it on a lemon thing, but maybe I'll give it a whirl.
1: Hey, I was you know, in I, for lemon.
0: <laughs> the, I want to do, since I've been making a lot of scones, because I've basically run out here in town as so we knew would happen. Um, I wanted to do like a traditional British scone which again just more you know not not necessarily flavored with much not super sweet pretty dry biscuity um but they always serve them with like jam and clotted cream which has to be the most disgusting sounding food in the world
1: wouldn't that just be like stale or old milk
0: i'm gonna look up what it is exactly uh, because i don't actually know but clot is clotted is not something i want to consume
1: See, that makes you think of this like there's restaurants that you can get like a a blood like a blood pudding. Have you blood heard pudding, of that?
0: Yeah, I've had blood pudding.
1: You have? Yeah. Is, is it just say it's like you're eating iron?
0: Well, I had it on, in a very limited sense. Um it does have like a kind of an irony. Thi- it was just like a little bit on a thing on a cruise, I think. So
1: it's not um, dessert then. It must be more like a savory. No, it's, thing? it's a savory thing. It's like a sausage. They make okay. a sausage out of it. Yeah. Oh, that sounds horrible.
0: It was I wouldn't like reach for it. It was okay, according to the internet. By the way, clotted cream is a thick cream made by indirectly heating full cream cow's milk using steam, and leaving it in uh, pans to cool slowly. The cream content rises to the surface and forms clots,
1: curdles. We call that
0: yeah. like yeah, kind of curdly. I guess so. It, it kind of looks like a weird, like chunky butter thing. So again, nothing about it turns me off necessarily, except the stupid ass name. Come up with something better. Call it like Her Majesty's Royal Cream or something. I'll put that on my scone.
1: When they make cheese and things like that, they heat it up, right? They heat it and then they are constantly churning it, correct? Similar to to butter, I'm assuming.
0: all of the all of those similar products just raise the question of who the fuck came up with this like, <laughs> yeah. how did you <laughs> all these... who decided to do this <laughs> a lot of the a lot of uh, that's what i've been noticing too i forgot what recipe i was looking up the other day but it was it was one of those like traditional type foods that you know get passed down and it's like, you know, like these heritage foods. And then I looked at the recipe. Oh, God, I wish I could think of where it was. And the cook time was like, it was like 48 or like 48 hours. Like, oh, <laughs> and I was like People had way more, too much time on their hands back then. Like I bolognese?
1: To, get a TV. Am I oh right? my God. Yeah, the sauces are <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Some of the bolognese sauces, like recipes, I've seen like 18, 28 hours, like stupid amount of time. And I'm like how do you leave something on an open flame that long? I would never do that
0: and don't think that you can sidestep it with a crock pot because then you'll find a quote unquote easy chicken mole recipe and end up with three tons of chicken mole in your freezer that tastes like shit you've been warned